The Success Stories editions of All's Up and All's Up Taking Care of Business podcast. This week, I'm joined by Associate Director, the one we call The Hood, Ryan Hudson. Nice, nice to be here. Welcome aboard, mate. Thank you very much. Um, These podcasts that we do talking about success stories, it's not to shout about how good our agents are. I think really what we're trying to do with these podcasts is to show people, um, people coming from humble beginnings and um, really demonstrate what hard work and perseverance and discipline um, does in life to try and get you to where you need to do. And you've got quite a fascinating story really, Ryan, haven't you? You joined us at a young age of yeah. 21 years old just turned 21 mate yeah come over fresh off the air fresh out of nearly out of school well i said uni i quit uni and then basically come straight here yeah it was good so rolling rolling back six seven years ago uni wasn't for you fine what what was it that made you think ah oh, you know let's get out of liverpool let's come to come to dubai do you know what it, do you know what it was for me when i when i because i went to uni twice so when i first went to uni i hated being skins couldn't despise it so I left that time and then I basically after like a couple of the odd jobs like cleaning cars and so on fell into like a state agency so went to one company didn't really work out ended up getting sacked from remember the lad who used to work here Louis May yes so he ended up taking my job didn't he we both competing got rid of me went to another company and then it was amazing and hit it off really good and then me and Lou actually went to university together and we'd done about eight months and we're just sitting there. I was like, this is, this can't be it. I was doing like surveying degree and um, just bored at my head, to be honest with you. I just completely bored, felt like a challenge. And they just said to me, Dad, what do you reckon? He was like, what's the worst going to happen? Mm-hmm. Go over. I think I came over like three and a half thousand quid. I said, if you lose that, you're gonna, is it going to be the end of the world? He said, no. So I just thought, go on, get on the plane. And then I meant to go and work for a different company. And then... Um, I think it was like the last day before you broke up for Christmas, Claire rang me off LinkedIn and she was like, do you want to have a chat? I had a chat with her and I was like, when she was like, when are you meant to be coming over? I said, in a week, just after Christmas. And she was just like, I had a big chat with her and she was just like, just give me five minutes. I don't really do this, but give me five minutes. And then she was like, can't find Lou or Gary or anyone around the office, just turn up basically, just come, like just kind of take a chance on me. And it all went from there and it was great. Isn't it strange how, life turns out because you i don't know who the other company was and obviously we won't name names but you know that split second of deciding to join all up and all up and quite yeah. frankly you know in seven years your life's changed forever yeah. you know some of the money you've earned and you know it will set you up for later in life that that little decision you you, you know who knows you could have been back in the uk but yeah. had to change that company for a reason doesn't it yeah so like i think it was the main one of the main factors was like even i was going to that company i always knew about all shop and all shop and I'd seen it and I was doing my research and I was just like, it was a bit like blind up, I liked it and I was like, this this looks amazing. So when they rang me, it wasn't a difficult decision, but it was also an awkward one because I'm coming from a position where I'm like 20 years old and um, I was like, I'd fully fledged signed a contract with this other company and I was a bit like, what do I do? A bit naive to what I'd, might happen. And I just went, you know what, yeah, go on and I'll be there. And then a week later started and the rest is history. I think you can probably tell people listening uh, from the very broad accent that Ryan's from Liverpool. Yeah. I think it's a real good time to uh, to talk about last night. Liverpool uh, got beat last night 3-2. First game in 26, isn't it? Yeah. Do you know what I said? I said, to, like, I'm not even upset about it because it's not like we can win every single game, is it? And I think this Premier League season is going to be a bit mad and you're going to see Burnley the other day equalising to Chelsea. Uh, Man City have got beat by West Ham as well. So 
I think it'll be a lot closer than people thought, but I think we need a bigger squad. Yeah. Yeah. Talking about Liverpool, obviously a couple of weeks ago we we interviewed a lady called Lee Weston yeah. from, from Liverpool. What is it with the Northerners, with the Scousers in particular? Because we've got, you know, quite a, a big number of, of people from Liverpool yeah. now. Um and there's something something in the water, yeah. something magical about how the work ethic, what is it about you guys? It probably stems from parents, really, and like the way that like what they grew up with. So, like, my dad's like probably like the most working class, hard working fella you'll ever meet in your whole entire life. And so, growing up, he installed, instilled that into me. So, from the age of like 13, he was like having me delivering leaflets, delivering papers. When I was 15, I was working in a pub, like a rough pub, yeah. um, collecting glasses. And then as soon as I left uni, this basically this basically tells you a lot about my dad. When I left uni, he was like, you're not sitting there. You're not just gonna sit there, wait for a job. Next thing I was in like, I was washing cars and Vauxhalls at like five o'clock in the morning, like December, January, because he was like, there's no way you're sitting on your ass. You, if you're gonna do anything, you've got to go out there and make a little bit of money while you're waiting for your next opportunity. So the inst- they basically install the hard work and yeah, we install all humbleness into you. They don't let you go ahead of yourselves. And one of the most thing, one of the most important things for me is very, very proud people, but very, very honest. Like the, you can be honest with your family, you can be honest around your friends. Like there's a load of honesty. It's kind of you're, you're uh, honest. You're transparent. You're there's no you get what you, you you get what you see kind of thing. Okay, like yeah, yeah. whatever you see with them, you get. So it's um, which it's, is what I love, by the way. You know, yeah. you know. So many from from up north. You got Chloe, you got Aaron, and for me, if I if I was speaking to you now, I didn't know you or Aaron or Chloe or whoever from from up there, I would enjoy working with you because you're. I don't feel like when I'm speaking to even like the like guys in Manchester, so like Darren Murphy or Kempton, yeah, it's like you're not selling to them. And actually, when you're speaking to people, you actually care. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're not just trying to sell someone anything because it it makes you money. Yeah. You know, and I think, you know, you seven years in Dubai real estate, I think you'd agree it's a long time, isn't it? And I don't think you can last a year or even two years by being a phony. I think you repu- I've learned very, very quickly and I learned it from the from minute go. Dubai is a very small world and the way you treat people will come back and the more I think I think the the way you treat people, the way you provide a service for people, the honesty you can give them. And even most of the time, like I always say a house can sell itself, but a person always buys into a person. So if I'm going there and I'm just literally hitting it off with that person day one, they're gonna believe in me. They're gonna refer me to other friends. They're gonna um, refer me to the family members, colleagues and whatever. So I always believe that without your reputation and without giving people an honest, and fair and even just an enjoyable getting on with people's service, then you won't last in real estate over there. And I, I, I firmly believe that, yeah. So in, in your time in the business, seven years, would you say, you've learned a lot obviously on the job, but would you say life's changed for you from oh, day one to now? Mate, I was just a snotty nosed kid. You got off the plane, <laughs> I was like, I had nothing, I had zero. I always say to him, like Lydia all the time, like, like this has completely changed our lives. We've got everything that we could ever dreamed of and um, lived a lifestyle that anybody could ever dreamed of. And even not really like a fancy lifestyle, just a humble lifestyle and like a like an enjoyable lifestyle, nothing crazy mad, but something that I would never ever have even 
it would have been completely out of the we'd never been able to get there if we were back in home tell us a little bit some of your achievements in seven years it's safe to say you've earned a hell of a lot of money yeah um you bought an apartment here in dubai bought and you've completely renovated it completely renovated it yeah we bought that i literally signed the contract then dubai went to lockdown the next morning and safe to say like i completely myself do you know what i mean yeah. i was I was sitting here thinking, oh, I've made the right decision, but it was, it was the best decision I've ever made in my life. So I'm sure you made money in it right now. Yeah, no, it's, it's done well. So, and then we obviously renovated it to what we like, or well, what Lydia likes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the wife always wins, always. And then, um, but then, yeah, it was just, um, yeah, that was life changing, obviously, because that means that we've got a home now in Dubai, which is great. Yeah, there's been loads of things, promotions, awards. And so yeah, you started as a lettings consultant. Lettings consultant. I think we, we spotted quite early on, there was something special about you. I think you moved on to sales. And yeah. every year thereafter, Ryan's been number one in either his department or in his office yeah. in your area, which is incredible, very competitive area. Yeah. You sell primarily Dubai Marina. Right, Marina, yeah, Palm, like the apartments, yeah. Okay. And then also more recently, you were promoted to assistant branch manager of our new Palm office a few years back. Yes. And then associate director not so long ago, which gives you a bit more freedom. Yeah, so yeah, every single year, developed, developed, and it's been good, yeah. So yeah, how old are you now, 28? 28 now, yeah. 28. So what does Ryan Hudson, what does life look like when he's 35? Um, I don't think I'll ever be able to stop working because like, like I said to you before, it's, it's, in, it's in my blood to where I can't sit still. So, but I'd, I'd like to, um, yeah, see what life brings me. I've got I've got things that I probably wouldn't really want to say out loud, but I've got big dreams, got big ambitions, I've got big goals, and yeah, hopefully they all come true, which they have so far. So the big thing for me, my want for anyone joining Allsop and Allsop is you not have to come to work every day, and money's being made for you, whether it's rental properties, yeah, yeah. whether it's investments, and I think in your seven years, I think it's fair to say you've seen your fair share of people that have been successful, but also. Yeah. You see a fair share of people not make it. Yeah, of course. What, yeah. what is it? What is it about you? Obviously, and I obviously talked that your mum and dad and them having a, you know, an an imp, input in your upbringing. But what is it about you that's made it? Because typically, a young twenty-one year old kid is more difficult for them to achieve. Because I think me being twenty-one, I remember when I was working as a sales in the UK. Whilst I was very good at what I'd done, work wasn't the absolute priority in my life and you always had an eye on the weekends which also then impacted your work because if you on go for whatever what is it about you compared to other people it's allowed you to stand the test of time yeah well it, it's the same like i said like obviously i've got to come from a mum and dad who've worked all their lives and give me everything i've ever wanted and even when i come over here I, 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 I still before i come here everything i've ever wanted and been amazing but when i come here i, I kind of said to myself you only get one opportunity with this and i know this sounds so cliche because this is what probably every single person will say to you but i i actually done it so the first year i actually come to dubai i said listen i can forget about having a pint or forget about a brunch and the good thing was seven years ago there wasn't it wasn't as, like it is now there's a party on every single doorstep and so on so it was a lot easier to stay grabbed than stay in so I just literally just put absolutely everything like you 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 ask Lydia, you ask anybody, like I put every single minute I had into working in um to working and to obviously to build a reputation to sell properties, to lease properties and just basically earn as much money as I can and gain as much experience as I could. And everybody when like people come over, they always say, What can I do? How can I get to like 
basically it's just I, I don't know what else to say to them because the only thing I've done was work hard and think the harder do hard, obviously the harder you work the luckier you get and the more the, the more you get on the end of the odd deal or the more you even get in front of the odd person who could like end up becoming a deal and so on so I just put literally every single hour I could get into it to working being in this office and just just sacrificing everything to make sure I was successful do you think it's fair to say to be really good at what you do you've got to be a good listener in terms yeah. of taking instructions knowing what you've got, yeah you've got two ears and one mouth haven't you yeah. so you've um, I think that's one of the most important things like you've got to listen to every single detail that the client's giving you the seller's giving you because at the end of the day you like you've you, you like i said to you before like a house is going to sell themselves you can show them the most unbelievable house ever but if you've been ignorant or you've not listened not to the phone yeah not answer the phone or you've not listened to what they want and you, you're showing them all the wrong properties then they're just going to get put off you not not because of who you are as a person but because you haven't listened to a single word they've told yeah. you and also clients feeling like you're working for them yeah. you know sometimes i've seen situations where a client and even me dealing with perhaps another agent outside of this company you feel feel like a hindrance sometimes whereas you know someone like yourself over the years um coming up coming off subject i mean i know how hard ryan works but what i tell a lot about how someone works is if i get a chance to play with someone on a football pitch mm. i can tell a lot about someone and who they are about how they perform on a football pitch and i think <laughs> Ryan is possibly, a, and I, I consider myself a competitive and dirty footballer, but Ryan is the most competitive and the dirtiest footballer I've ever <laughs> come across in my that. entire life and tackles that are quite frankly would not be allowed to be put on TV or X-rated. But that tells me a lot about you as a person. When I, when I see you play football, you're strong, you want to win every tackle, you work so hard. Obviously, technically, you're very, very good also. But that tells me about you as a person, about how hard you work, when things are not going your way, do you give up? And I used to say in fight or flight, you know, there's a lot, a lot of people that come to Dubai and it might not work for them, mm. but do you do you fight and think, do you know what? I'm gonna listen to my bosses, I'm gonna listen to what they want, or I'm gonna think this is too hard, I'm gonna give up. Mm. And I see it on the football pitch. I see some fantastic footballers who played over the years, but they don't wanna put the hard work in. And that also then, play, I see that in the work environment. Some incredibly talented people that will make a lot of money, yeah. but can make a lot more money if they worked a bit harder. Yeah, of course. Like, the, like the, I, I can go back from experiences, like when I've, I, I can remember, like obviously I've been very, very successful and I've been very lucky and I've been, and I've, obviously the hard work's gone into that and I and, and appreciate every, every bit of that. But I've had bad moments as well. Like, don't get me wrong, I've had low moments in Dubai. I've had moments where I've been like, and you, you've either just got to sit there and I've, I've sat there and I've been late in the office and thinking, well, it's worked before. That formula's worked before. So just put everything back, do whatever you've done. Go back to basics, go back to your late nights, go back to putting 100 listings on the market if you have to, if that means that it's going to like kind of refuel the fire and just, just go again, basically. So yeah, it just, it's, all, it's all down to just how, how deep you can dig do you through them hard times. Do you think like people that, are, you know, you, you've you've had people come into your office over the last couple of years, do you think, and I talk about generation thing because you're already 20, 27, 28 years old and it's strange to talk about generation thing, but do you think people coming into this job now and certainly the last 
year, a couple of years, the world's changing in, in front of us with social media and everything. Do you think people want that get rich quick thing, yeah, but to happen then, yeah, in terms of their being patient about success, do you think people yeah, are patient or do you think people want things to happen too quickly? A million percent, they want things to happen too quickly. You've got to, you've got to look at like outside of real estate, like people think that you can buy a, some kind of cryptocurrency for 20 quid and it's going to turn into 2 million over five years, like not even five years, like in three days or four days. So everybody wants to be rich as quick as they can. But yeah, there's not really any shortcuts. I think you know, no, and, you, and, your, and your evidence of that, yeah, seven years. Every year's got better and like it's evidence of that, that over seven years, like I didn't make or I didn't sell or properties as many as I do now, seven years ago, every year's got better. And I think you've kind of got to adapt or die in this job a little bit as well, because the market changing, like we've gone through like the most extraordinary 12, 13, 14 months. Yeah. And it's been unbelievable life changing for many, many people. But that that is not gonna be for five, six, seven, ten. 10, like it's not gonna last that long. So you've got to adapt to the, the market probably slowing down at one point or and then going again at like a fast point pace. So yeah, like I said, it's not, it, yeah, to answer your question, yeah, I think there is a lot of people who, who do want to make a couple of quid very, very quickly, yeah. but they need to sacrifice. I think sacrifice is the main thing over here. What would your main advice be to twofold? You, your advice now to your 21 year old self, what would you do differently or what advice would you give? And then equally, anyone that's just joined the business or joining the business or thinking about real estate, whether it's here or back home, what advice would you give? Do you know, do you know what? I, w I wouldn't change a single thing. Do you know what? If I could, I'd go back to how I was back then because I, I don't think it's, it's obviously, it's not sustainable to work from like seven o'clock in the morning to like 11 o'clock at night for seven years every single day. Yeah. You can't do that. I wouldn't change a single thing that I did then because I wouldn't be where I am now if, if I haven't made all them sacrifices. Like, I've, like personal things like Lydia having like moving home for a, a year and um, because she didn't have the job that she wanted and she waited and like being away from here for so long, which was hard. Like all them sacrifices that I made to hopefully like make sure that our future's better. So the advice that I'd give to people is the more sacrifice you can, the more, the amount, the more sacrifices you can do the amount of sacrifices you can give to yourself, like whether that be brunches, pool parties, going out with friends, even meals or whatever, to sacrifice them to meaning that you're gonna work more hours. I, I just tell them to do that. Just work relentlessly while you can, because it, it's not sustainable. But if you do it from the offset and you just go in all guns blazing, literally a million miles per hour straight away, you'll set yourself up a lot better than if you, post along for the first year. Same advice to anyone joining the business now, yeah. would you say, look, the first year, two years, two years really, you've got to just knuckle down and just literally sacrifice everything. And do you know what, you'll, you'll love it because I did that and now I can do, go to any party I want or go to any pool party you've I want. You've got financial freedom. Yeah, I've got, like I've got, I'm, I'm, I'm doing well because I've set up a foundation for myself, whereas I've got, hundreds and hundreds of clients got hundreds of, I've got loads of networking I've got loads of clients who come back to me all the time and like it, I wouldn't have had that if I hadn't put them to two three four years in of like literally sacrificing a lot of a lot of like 
it's social life for it really. And Three quick questions for the finish. Yeah. Okay, what was your lowest moment in Dubai? Apart from your soon-to-be wife being away for for a year, what was your lowest moment? I, st I still remember, like I still like the lowest moments I've, I I think I've probably ever had in Dubai is I still remember a time. I think this could have been like it was actually when we were in the new office, and be, come when you when you're doing well, it comes with great responsibility. You've got loads of eyes on you. you you've got to sustain a kind of level where I've got to, I'm not going to disappoint yourself or Lewis or you, and you're going to be sitting there thinking, what the hell is Ryan up to kind of thing. So I still remember being in the office. I think it was, could have been 2019 and I hadn't got on like a top achievers quarterly, um, whatever, quarterly incentive. Yeah. And I still remember being in the office like late at night, just thinking, oh, what the hell, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing wrong? And I still remember like, from that day, I think I'd done a deal the next day and I just went crazy for like four, five, six months because I kind of just humbled myself a little bit and just said, go back to the basics and go back to working hard and stop getting ahead of yourself and stop thinking that things are going to just literally jump on your lap because you've had a good few years. So that, was, that, that was the one moment where I really, really low. Best moment? Um, like in t best moment was get engaged to Lydia. Get engaged. Of course it was. Nice. And we don't say that's probably gonna kill me, isn't she? But Definitely. the best moments in terms of like in terms of work is you've either when I got on promoted to associate director or when I finished third in the whole of Dubai from Proxy Finder. Good. One last question. Yes. And amazing by the way, being third best agent in all of Dubai. Yes. I feel like that number one spot will be not far away in the next couple of years. Last question. Yeah. Liverpool, where are they finishing this year? My head tells me like second, but my heart tells me first. Don't know because you, if you look at like Mo Salah, he's the greatest, he's the best player in the world at the moment. I agree. So when you've got the best player in the world, you look at like what Messi's done for people and what Cristiano Ronaldo's done for people when they've been the best in the world. So he could drive us along, but I do think that like we need a bigger squad and I think it'll come down to what we do in January. And I think if we just bury our heads in the sand and just go, okay, let's go ahead with this squad, then I think we'll come short. But I still then think we can still win Champions League because good that Anfield night in it is ridiculous. Brian Hudson, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much. Anyone that has any questions about real estate, success stories, Ryan's journey has been incredible and his life has changed forever. Um, but he hasn't had any shortcuts you've heard today what it takes to be successful. If you have any questions whatsoever, please do reach out. Equally, if you want to speak to Ryan, he's on Instagram. Um, you can reach him out on his work email. I think it's Ryan at allsupandallsup.com. Ryan.h. Ryan.h at allsupandallsup.com. And uh, feel free to drop him a line. If you're looking to buy, sell, or even ask some questions about yeah. joining allsupandallsup. Get in touch. Thank you very much. Cheers, guys. Thank you. Bye.